0: where we break down every film from the IMDb Top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. My name is Daniel Henderson, and to make me suffer, the devil has sent this guy beside me.
1: Nice. And I'm Dean Jeffrey, and in my village, they still call me Dean Jeffrey. (laughs) Well done. (laughs)
0: And today we're breaking down the silent film, The Passion of Joan of Arc.
1: Yeah, I've just referred to it as Joan of Arc. Do you reckon it would have done better if it was just called Joan of Arc?
0: No, because it's got to be about the passion of Joan of Arc.
1: So it's not about Joan of Arc. It's about the passion.
0: Well, did you not get the passion from
1: her hey. passion faces? Oh, I must have missed that passion face. When, which bit was that? All of it. Oh, wait. The whole fucking movie. Jesus Christ. Wow. All right. There's a little preview for Dean's thoughts.
0: Oh. <gasps> So, The Passion of Joan of Arc, released in 1928, directed by Carl Theodore Dreyer. Heard of that guy before?
1: No. No. Nah, me neither. I mean, it, what, has he done a heap of other stuff? Not
0: that I saw. This is the only film I know of his. Set in 1431, we have Joan d'Arc is placed on trial.
1: Joan d'Arc. Yeah? Hey, can we just say, what are the odds after our epic arc conversation that we actually get a film with the word arc in it? I mean, what is the arc in this film?
0: I think arc is like where she was born, like ARC. Joan of Arc.
1: That's the name of the town. Arc.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's very weird towns out there.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's weirder than Arc. It's probably not that weird.
0: <laughs> anyway, she's placed on trial on charges of heresy. The jury attempt to force Joan to recant her claims of holy visions. Starring, oh boy, here we go Renee Joan Falconetti, Eugene Sylvain, Andre Burley, Maurice Schutz. I don't know who those other people are because everyone's pretty much the same person in this film.
1: Except for, what did you call her? Renee? Renee? I have in. I mean, just looking at IMDb here, she's Maria. Maria.
0: Yeah. But her full name is Renee Joan Falconetti. But I think that's, Maria is like the, the English name.
1: Hold on. Did you say her name is Joan? Her middle name is. Wow. Do you think maybe that's why she was hired? I don't think that was the reason. Maybe this Falconetti lady's actually from Ark. And that's why she didn't do another movie after this. She was only for this role. That was it. Maybe. Maybe everyone says it was such a great performance because it's actually her. It's not acting. It's actually Joan of Arc She
0: is Joan of Arc She came down from Bill and Ted's uh, phone booth And she actually wrote She did this movie Oh my god Is she in Bill and Ted Joan of Arc is
1: That, that Honestly that's probably Where I know anything Of Joan of Arc from <laughs> That is outrageous
0: When I was looking stuff up I saw that Mila Jovovich Played Joan of Arc In some movie From the, like, the late 90s But it's more about Her going out and like In wars and killing people
1: Which is what I thought This would be
0: Really? You thought that The 1928 passion Of Joan of Arc Would have been about Her going down And mowing mowing down Other people with swords
1: I thought there would be action, yeah.
0: With the old classic piano playing on the silent
1: film. I mean, I thought there would be some sort of movement. Lots of camera cuts. Yes. yes. Lots of close-ups. A few camera cuts. Yeah. Oh, were the close-ups? Didn't notice them. Lots of bug eyes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cinematography by Rudolf Maté. Uh, he's had five Academy Award nominations for five films. I don't know what they are.
1: And none of them matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, let's look at our 10 bits of trivia here, Dean. Number one, this film took a year and a half to
1: complete. Okay, go on. That's it. No.
0: Trivia is small for this one, I must say. Trivia is
1: small, and I actually read every bit of it because it was so small. I even actually went on the wiki and read about it. But there is some good trivia to this, which I'm sure you're about to get to.
0: Maybe I am. If I'm not, I hope that you have it there for backup. Of course. Number two, after completing the original cut of the film, director Carl Theodore Dreyer learnt that the entire master print had been accidentally destroyed, and with no ability to reshoot, he re-edited the entire film from footage he had originally rejected.
1: That is trivia. That is... Just an outrageous story. Yes. This is the B sides of this film. This is the rejected stuff that wouldn't make the the actual film and he's had to make it into the actual film.
0: Imagine how good the A side would have been if the B side
1: is this good. I mean, it just it blows my mind. <laughs> I mean, if you think the performance here was good, can you imagine how much better it would have been? I mean, the eyes would have been like bulging out of her head. It would have fallen out. <laughs> I bet there was a the scene where they actually fell out. They're like, oh my god. They're like, oh, can you do it again for our B side? And like, nah, it's one time thing. Nah, that's no, okay. we, we need B roll. No, 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 we got it. Don't <laughs> worry. We got it once. Don't worry about doing it again. <laughs>
0: All right, number three. The film was considered lost for many years. In nineteen seventy eight, an almost complete print was found in the estate of an Italian priest who had organized screenings in mental hospitals.
1: I can't imagine seeing this would help with a person's mental health.
0: Yeah, it would probably traumatise them more.
1: Yeah, they burn someone alive. And you do see some pretty graphical images. I mean, it's 1928. I'm not sure how graphical, as you say. I mean, for are. 1928, I think that would be quite uh, jarring. What is this rated now? PG. Yeah, for the burning body. This would have been R. I don't think there was an R back then. There probably was no classifications. Maybe. I wonder what the first porno was. Wow. <laughs> Like, do you reckon that got in before, you know, classifications were a thing? Rated G. You got little Timmy just going up to the cinema,
0: you know? I don't think that's how it worked.
1: Well, I don't know. I'm surprised you haven't Googled it before.
0: I'm Mm. surprised you're not Googling it now. No, not with people here. People.
1: You. (laughs) (laughs) Who am I kidding? Give me a minute.
0: (laughs) All right, number four. None of the actors wear any makeup, which was unheard of in the silent era. Carl Theodore Dreyer thought this lent strength to the characters' faces, as well as the crazy
1: zoom-ins. Okay. I I'm neither here nor there on it. I didn't really notice, honestly. Yeah. I just
0: didn't feel like Joan of Arc would be dolled up in makeup in this type of movie. All these old priests would have makeup on.
1: I mean, you can see priests pampering themselves. Joan of Arc, I mean, I mean, we'll we'll get to Joan of Arc, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like this this person I mean, we I know so little about this character. So little. Is she a warrior? I don't know. The film certainly didn't fucking tell me. All right.
0: We're not up to your opinions yet, then. Let's get through the trivia, all right? Number five, this film had one of the most expensive sets ever built for a European film up to that time. Upon giving a budget of seven million francs, that was the budget, Dreyer constructed an enormous octagonal concrete set to depict the ruined castle. And I'll just lead into number six here. Despite all the detail put into the set, only segments of it are ever visible at the time, which later angered the film's producers since so much money was spent on that set. Dreyer later said, however, that the scope of the set heightened the abilities of the actors and actresses to give convincing performances. What do you make of that excuse?
1: I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. Like, if you're going to spend that much money, you should show more of it. Or some of it. I mean, I saw a tower at the end once, yeah. and I think I saw a bridge. Who knows? But 7 million francs. And you say, like, all oh, the most expensive European films. Like, how many How many were there? 10 at this point? I don't know. It's 1928, all right? When was uh, Lady Walks in a Garden filmed?
0: What the hell is that?
1: It's like the first ever film footage. Oh, like the 19 something. The 19 mm. But Like, were there heaps of movies out at this point? Not as much as now. bet this would have cleaned up at the Oscars. The, the foreign <laughs> film. Didn't the Oscars come out the year later? Was it that soon? Pretty I thought, sure, I'm pretty thought, sure
0: 1929 was the first one. Wow. Number seven, real blood from a real puncher wound was used in the scene of which Joan's arm was cut, but it was that of a stand-in and not Maria Falconetti.
1: Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Because I was watching it like, that looks pretty real, but obviously it's not. And I'm like, maybe it's a fake arm, blood squib. I guess not.
0: Actual, Actually real. I was questioning that too. I'm like, gee, that's, that looks effective.
1: It's a lot of blood. Yeah. Put a Band-Aid on that. I don't think Band-Aids were invented back then.
0: I was just about to say that.
1: (laughs) When were Band-Aids invented? I'm sure Band-Aid is a brand, like a company, isn't it? Oh, what do you, like, Bandage. I mean, I'm sure bandages were invented. They had to wrap Joan of Arc in something, didn't they?
0: No, I think back in the 20s, they just had to hack the arm off, didn't they, if it was bleeding?
1: But they've just created a bigger Heat. wound Most Now
0: they've got to like put a, a soldering iron on or something. I don't think soldering irons were invented in the 20s either. <laughs> There's
1: probably no electric soldering irons back
0: then. <laughs> Number eight, although the film was shown with live musical accompaniment in the theatre, there is no evidence that Carl Theodore Dreyer ever selected a definitive score, and all current DVD or Blu-ray versions of the film use Richard Einhorn's Voices of Light for
1: okay. accompaniment. So I put this film on and a few things happened. I did not realize that this was a French film. So. You didn't realize anything about this film, did you? Yeah, no, I knew nothing about it.
0: You didn't even realize that it was a short film?
1: Well, in Venice, IMDb listed it like an hour 50. Yeah, it's not the cut I had. And the Blu-ray that I was able to source <laughs> was at about an hour 21. And I was like, Oh my God, did I buy the wrong Blu-ray here? And then it starts with all this French writing with no subtitles at the start. And I was like, uh, how do I fix this? I've obviously got the wrong one. And then I'm clicking through it and there's literally no no sound whatsoever. I'm like, okay, I know it's a silent film, but even <laughs> silent films have, you know, wacky music. Where's my, you know... Bam, 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 bam. Can you imagine if this
0: movie played with like a Charlie Chaplin score behind it?
1: I mean, after I was freaked out. I was like, okay, I've clearly done something wrong. and You turn to the master. <laughs> I called you and I never call people. And Hendo always answers the phone. Whenever you call Hendo, it's always the same yes <laughs> the why are you calling me this must be important you know messages were invented yes <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like mate what's going on with this film it's it's French I've got no sound and it's too sh- it's too short he's, he's like no 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 you're fine That's all fine
0: Yeah, so, we are doing the 80 minute French silent film
1: <laughs> like, okay but no I did I did select in my audio settings uh,
0: the voices of light
1: the voices of light
0: yes what did you think think of the musical accompaniment to this film? I mean it was
1: a lot better than Silence. Oh yeah. A lot better.
0: I reckon it would have been. I haven't seen this without the sound but I imagine that. I saw about (laughs) three seconds and it was rough. (laughs) That was all you needed. (laughs) Now number nine would usually be our box office and uh, budget but I don't have a box office return for this. It did say $21,000 on IMDb but I don't know if that's real or not. Might have been uh, mistaken. The facts might have not come through or held up. So
1: Why? Because it's so low.
0: Yeah. They made 7 million. It cost 7 million francs for this film and they made 21 grand. That's not the talking. Francs are
1: like yen.
0: Yeah, but that's not. That can't be worldwide.
1: That's not much. That's well, did you like, look up inflation? That's probably like $70. I don't
0: think it is. <laughs> so, number nine here. Dreyer employed many low-angle shots of Jones prosecutors so they would appear more monstrous and intimidating. And the way he did this was he actually dug several holes into the ground so that he could get it, the camera even lower to get the appropriate angle.
1: I mean, I'm, I guess cameras back then were really big. Oh, they were, yeah, that'd be huge. Because I'm just thinking, like, you could literally just hold a camera at someone's belt and look up, and that is a pretty low angle, but I get maybe it was awkward the way they had to film. Yeah,
0: I reckon that's the, the case there. And then number 10 would usually be our Oscar nominations, but either this film wasn't nominated or there was no Oscars at this time. So, in fact, the in 1929, the National border Review named this film one of the best foreign films of the year. Not even the best foreign <laughs> film, one of the best foreign films of the year. One of. Yeah, of the five that were made. Probably. All right, Dean. Critics or audience from Rotten Tomatoes, what do you reckon for the score?
1: All right, I'm pretty much wrong every time. And the last time I was right, I just went the opposite of of what I was thinking. So, I would be inclined to say critics, so I'm going to guess audience.
0: It's critics. Of course. Yes. 98 for the critics. Yeah, of course. 93 for the audience. Yeah, yeah,
1: sure. Metacritic, don't have a rating for this. It's at NA.
0: I don't think they've had enough ratings on there, or no one's done it on there. I don't know. Letterboxd, have it at 44 but let's take a look at the history of The Passion of Joan of Arc in the IMDb Top 250 list. This debuted on the 1st of April in 2001. Pretty low on there, like at 245. Just creeped in at the bottom. It dropped out in February of 2006 and then came back in October 2010. And then it dropped out again in 2012. But I think that was when they, they put in the minimum votes allowed to have to be in the Top 250. So didn't have enough of that time. So
1: Why didn't we start the podcast back then, Hendo. Jesus. <laughs> Let's ask the important questions today. Why were we not podcasting when this wasn't in this damn list? Because then you wouldn't have been
0: able to do Hamilton. Ooh. Oh, we would have found a way.
1: <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I dropped out in
0: 2012, but then it came back into the list when it finally qualified at its highest rank a number at number 124. In 2016, and since then it has it has had a steady decline to where it currently sits at 226 with an 8.0 over 47,000 ratings.
1: I mean, at least it's not like 47 or anything.
0: Was that a strange Love reference? Was that where it was? Oh, you just you just uh, just picking a random number. Yeah,
1: because I remember yeah. Stranger Love. I give you too much credit.
0: <laughs> All right, Dean, the Passion of Joan of Arc. Why don't we uh, get stuck into this one, hey? So, we kind of get a setup here basically explaining that the uh, Joan of Arc documents are at this place in Paris. And we're going to go and look at what happened based off these documents.
1: I mean, I'll be honest. It started strong, right? Very, I don't know about you, but I was getting some Star Wars vibes off this intro. Oh,
0: the scrolling text, hey? The
1: scrolling text. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, they've copied Star Wars.
0: But it was in French, so you weren't actually watching the scrolling text. You were just watching the subtitles at the bottom. But obviously, I wasn't reading the French writing. Well, then it doesn't have the same effect.
1: Uh, and... All- Obviously, <laughs> Passion of Joan of Arc scroll writing intro does not have the same effect as Star I
0: wonder if we go and look at the Star Wars trivia, it will say the scrolling text was uh, inspired from uh, the Passion of Joan
1: of Arc. Yeah, maybe. I, ha- I looked this up as to whether this was a true story or not, because- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know much about Joan of Arc either. Yeah, it is a true story. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, it's unlucky.
0: But this film is basically the entire trial. I I completely forgot that it was the entire trial from start to
1: finish. I mean, the whole film is the trial basically, but yes. it's not the entire trial. The trial goes on for some time.
0: Yeah, but I thought there was some setup at the start like her getting captured or Things like that. Some Is it, sort
1: of battle to open the no, film? No, not so much
0: a battle. I don't remember a battle in this film, but I thought there was a point
1: where the trial had started. Some exciting moment. What you were expecting? Do you, just,
0: do you have to have action, action in your films to you know get excited? Some action would be nice. Yeah, I mean, you don't like emotional acting performances, and
1: I love emotional good witty,
0: not witty, but strong
1: dialogue. I love wit. Yeah. All about the wit.
0: Yeah, you don't like some of our Jones comebacks here. Are we call her Joan of Arc or Joan.
1: I mean, I call her Joanie, but don't call her Joanie. <laughs> Tony. I don't think she likes that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I call her Joan. What? What was the alternative? Joan of Arc. Why would you call someone Joan of Arc? Passion of Joan of Arc. Well, that's that's not a name. It's Joan.
0: But I think they like back in the days. Don't they call people that of their town? Ah, Theodore, son of Theodore Junior of Arc.
1: <laughs> so you think like th-
0: Theodore, son of Theodore Junior?
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, Theodore the Third. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, no, I don't think that's how people spoke, because if you had a town of a hundred people, you wouldn't be like, hey, Hendo of Ark.
0: I don't think they'd call you Hendo back then. I think everyone has Why their- Why would they
1: call me Hendo ever? I
0: think you're not allowed to have the same name as someone else in your town. Not allowed? John number two of Ark. The second? No, that's the same family lineage. Oh,
1: so family lineage- And it's not John the second, okay. it's John Jr. JJ.
0: Yeah, and then John the third.
1: JTT. Sure. So JTT, you reckon, was was around back then? Could have been. Whatever happened to that guy?
0: This is this is Survivor talk, isn't it? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, that
1: guy. Not JT from Survivor. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. JTT. Ah,
0: Lion King. Home Improvement. Yeah, Home Improvement. That's pretty much it.
1: I mean, Man of the House.
0: Eh, it's a very, very distant third. Is getting even with Dad him? No, nah, that's Macaulay Culkin. Is it? Yeah, I think it's him and Ted Danson.
1: Yeah, I know. It's Ted Danson. Anyway,
0: Joan of Arc. Yes? Starting the trial. Lots of close-ups. Lots of close-ups immediately.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, let's get back to these notes. Uh... Because they say that here we're going to learn about the Joan that's not the warrior in the helmet and armor, but simply the human. Did you feel we got that? Because I, for one, couldn't tell you any of this lady's likes or dislikes. We certainly didn't
0: get the armored lady who, you know, killed a whole bunch of people.
1: Yeah, th- we definitely didn't get the warrior.
0: We definitely got the, the one who. Bug eyes out and takes forever to answer a question, and looks like she's just staring off into the distance while a bunch of angry men get tired of her waiting.
1: The problem is, we have absolutely no idea where she's looking because the only thing in frame is her head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what you're looking at doesn't matter. It doesn't matter we're at all. We're looking at her looking, and, and it's exciting.
0: And we're going to cut to an old man having a grimace, <laughs> an old man's nostrils. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she certainly loves to express with her eyes, doesn't she?
1: Yeah, her eyes are enormous. Um, intense, I think, is the best mm-hmm. uh Adjective for this lady. Could definitely win a staring competition. And definitely, uh, it was accentuated how serious and intense she is when you cut to one of the old white guys just, like, picking the earwax out of his ear (laughs) and flicking it. (laughs) Like, maybe that's what she was looking at this whole movie, just this wad of earwax just stuck to the wall. Yeah, that's all it is. Like, is someone going to get that? (laughs) Is
0: that that, that moving?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, guys, it's still there. Can someone please get rid of that?
0: (laughs) It definitely seems like each... uh... Each party here, each opposition. You got the priests, and you got Joan of Arc. They also always seem to have the upper hand until the next person talks. It always seems like they have they have a question for her. That's like, oh yeah, good question. Like, mm. and she spends that bit happen. and she spends ten minutes staring, thinking of an answer. Mm. If only it was a podcast, she could edit it down.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to edit this film.
0: <laughs> and then she comes back with an answer, and it's like, ooh, and then everyone just gets like, oh, 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 oh. they're so annoyed. It's, yeah. like, it's like, but it's not even like a burn. It's like she's just having a conversation.
1: Yeah, she's meant to be nineteen. Hard to tell. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think she's 19, but it's, it's really hard to tell because it is the 20s and she's got the, the short hair look. Yeah. I mean, her skin's nice, I guess. Have a stab at an age then. 26. So she's 36. Wow. Yes. 36. Jesus. Looking good for 36. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get into this. Lord's Prayer. Do you know the Lord's Prayer, Hendo? What? No way. Do you know any of it? If you
0: said a bit, I might know it.
1: I think it's the, yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death.
0: I take a look at my life and realize... life <laughs>
1: nothing else, because I've been laughing... That's it, and- isn't it? Uh, nah. I
0: didn't but realize I- Coolio was around back in the day.
1: I mean, Coolio's around. Uh, but no, I, th- I think that's what it is. Okay. I think in Titanic, there's a guy saying it as the ship's going down. I mean, that could be like... Like, an hour and a half of the movie. When is it? The ship goes down forever in that movie. Yeah, it's in that bit. Sure. Like, right at the end. I think as a boat's ship is going into the water. there's a. It's guy. in the
0: water already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> going all the way into the water. Right. All right. What else we got? Oh, so they're giving a shit about who taught you this Lord's Prayer. Why is that even, like, a question?
0: I think this whole religious... Portion, I was going to say portion of the film, this whole thing is religion. Hold on, so no, it doesn't really click with me.
1: So, they're in England, yes? I think so. But yeah, because spe- she's, talking
0: about, she's talking about getting the English out of France.
1: So, she's been captured and she's in England. Mm, no, because they're speaking French. They are? I think these men are meant to be English. How do you know they're speaking French? Because it's a French movie. Yeah, you can't hear them. Is she speaking English? Maybe she's speaking French. And they're speaking English. Do people do that? That sounds ridiculous. <gasps> I don't know. If only the movie would tell us I these know. things. They just drop you in like, "Oh, there was this big trial. Meticulous notes are taken. Here we go." And then that's it. So that the law and order. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's like who taught you the Lord's prayer? I was like. Wait, what? Who is she? Seriously, who is she? I have to look this up. They never once be like, "Oh, she's this great warrior, anything like that." She just, you know,
0: doesn't like the British. Maybe back in the twenties, Joan of Arc was very well known. She was quite a popular lady.
1: When's this set? 1841? Did you say? Or fourteen? Or fourteen 18-
0: something? Yeah, yeah, but maybe in the twenties, she was a bigger known product than what she is now.
1: Bigger known? How? Like I don't she, know. Was, was she hot? People on read the a
0: radio? lot of people read a lot of books back in the day. Maybe there's a big book on Joan was, of Arc.
1: Was there a radio in 1920? Don't think so. I mean, they were making movies. There must have been a radio. Uh,
0: maybe. No, nah, I think maybe the radio would have started like the 30s. Mm. I'm really
1: guessing. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Anyway, so her mother taught her this Lord's Prayer. I've got this whole bit on the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> you did a lot of notes at the start, didn't you? Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, she cries. I mean. She's good at crying. Is it crying if it's a single tear? Would you class that as crying? I mean, she does more than a single tear through this film. Yeah, but here it's a single tear. If you're watching a sad film, you well up and one manly tear escapes. Manly tear? Would you class- Why can't
0: it be a womanly tear?
1: Why would you have a womanly tear? I thought you were talking about Joan of Arc. I'm saying you. If you're watching- I'm not saying if Joan of Arc is watching a movie, I'd I'd have more important questions. I mean,
0: honestly, if I had a tear, I don't think manly would be the first word that would come to mind.
1: You didn't even let me ask the question. Question, if you shed one tear, would you class that as, yeah, I cried during that movie? Nah. What would you say? Teared up? Welled up?
0: I had a single tear. (laughs) It was not manly. What if there were two? (laughs) Now you're getting somewhere. I, I think two is I teared up.
1: Okay. So, she refuses to recite the Lord's Prayer, which I don't get. Like, she's meant to be super religious- why won't she recite the Lord's Prayer for them? I don't, I don't know. Like, they're priests. These are people of God as well. Why won't she say it?
0: Isn't the whole thing here that she apparently has been sent by the devil, where she's like, no, no, I've been sent by God. Yes. Like, why aren't they believing her? Why do they immediately think you're the devil? You've been sent by the devil. Because, is it because she's English, is, yeah, and she's against them. Yeah. So, yeah, why won't she just recite the prayer? Because she she does it later.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Maybe she doesn't want to
1: bend to their will. But the men all laugh, like a lot, silently. Yes. She lo- I mean I'm at page 2 of 14 here and I've already gone to caps. She looks possessed. <laughs> The eyes, man—that's all it is. She needs to relax. Like you can't blame these Englishmen for thinking that. Hey, maybe she is from the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Have you looked into her eyes? Yeah, she's definitely looking super creepy at points now.
0: Just show me who you're looking at. Can you just see who? Which one of these random, you know, white people you're okay, looking at?
1: Here is one serious thing I thought whilst watching this film. You always see, or for the most part, you see just her head, right, with a light around her forming a circle. Would you say that that is saintly, forming a circle around her, as in forming a halo? Giving a halo-like effect. Did we see that? I mean, yeah, you see it, yeah.
0: Or maybe is it like a, I a devilish like, cult around a you know around a table, and you got like the not the, like, like a star. I don't know. Yeah, I know you don't know. Is that the symbolism for her to us that she is godlike?
1: Maybe because godly. even though we get a lot of close-ups of the men as well, <clears throat> they don't have that same halo light effect around. No, them. because these
0: are the bad people. Yeah, it's it's not, so. not the passion of the old white guys. Uh, there is what there is one guy that defends her, calls her a saint. There's a couple eventually, but I think there's a one young looking kind of guy.
1: Eventually. Yeah. Doesn't one of them get, like, kicked out of the place? I mean, really? You want to jump around in this film?
0: Is it jumping around?
1: I think it's jumping around because any scene could be played out of order and I wouldn't have (laughs) realised.
0: Just... the thing is with this movie is there's a lot of, you know, cards that come up with the you know with the text of what they're saying, but there's a lot of points where nothing comes up for a long time. Yeah. There's a point where a whole bunch of these blokes are going back and forth talking to each other, and we have no idea what they're saying.
1: Do you think that people who are, you know, like hard of hearing or deaf, who are expert lip readers, get so much more out of this film? French people. Okay, French deaf people. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh wow, yeah, you gotta.
0: Do you think that the silent films they're actually saying what they're saying,
1: or do you yes. think they're going to going? No, I think a thousand percent they're saying. <laughs> <what>
0: they're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, but do you not think they're saying that? I mean, I'm not a
0: lip reader, I can't tell. No, I'm asking for an opinion. I would assume that they are they are saying what they're supposed to be saying.
1: So she says she saw Saint Michael, and they really start going into her here and interrogating her, like, what did he look like? Was he dressed? What was he wearing? Was he naked? And oh, when they ask, was he naked? She looks mortified. <laughs> like, <laughs> so insulted. Like, do you think God is unable to
0: clothe him? I mean, weren't... Adam and Eve naked when they came about, British. and they had to put like a leaf on them.
1: I mean, I mean, the whole point is that they didn't need a leaf; they were naked because oh, they had no shame. And then once Eve committed original sin and took the apple from the snake,
0: well, your grade five religious course really has this, been paying off. Is this
1: accurate? Um, I, you just, God was so angry that he said kick them out of Eden. He gave them shame or something. Is that is that? I don't viable? know, but it sounds pretty plausible. I think that. I think that's Sunday school from when I was like five. Or wow. Six.
0: And you can't even remember what we spoke about last week.
1: I mean, in fairness, Bible school or Sunday school was a lot more important than the crap that you go on about. Wow. I'm insulted. She is a little bit cheeky. Like, they say, did he have long hair? And then she's just like, Ugh, why would he cut it? <laughs> God. I was like, oh, Joni. Classic Joni. <laughs> She's very uh, passionate, should we say, Wow, about her um, right to wear men's clothing. Yes, I mean, it is her choice. It is, yeah, and we yeah. are pro-choice. So, she's, yeah, she's, you know, well ahead of her time, I think. But all these men just keep making fun of her. Like, oh, so God made you wear men's clothes. <laughs> good one, Joanie. <Journey. laughs> I don't think good one, journey was on the subtitles. Sorry, imagine that with a British accent and then you'll get it. So, they keep interrogating her, shock horror. Uh, they want to know what God if God promised anything. And she really doesn't want to talk. She just keeps shaking her head, bug-eyed. <laughs> uh, and I mean why would she want to discuss it with these people? But these these guys are just like, all right, listen, I know you don't want to tell us, but maybe we'll let the judges decide. Like, raise your hands if you think she should tell us. So and what is like, this? what? <laughs> Obviously everyone in the room is gonna be against Joan. Yeah. Just, but what blew my mind is she looks around, probably, who knows what she's looking <laughs> at. And she's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I guess the vote won, and I'll tell you what I was promised." <laughs> and she says, "Yeah, all right." He promised that I wouldn't go to prison or something. And it's like, oh, okay.
0: Well, maybe she doesn't know what we know. Like, maybe she's thinking there's only a couple of people. She's actually on trial for a reasonable cause, I guess. Like, she doesn't think that every single one of these people are, are entirely against her. She said that one person who called her a saint, and, and maybe she's got some people on her side. So she's going to say what she's she's going to say what God asked her or told her, and maybe that might get some sympathy points. I don't think she's
1: trying to get sympathy from him. She's I... so steadfast. Say what you will about Joan. Steadfast she is, though. I did like this bit here. The use of, I'm going to go with willies. The men say, she won't make a confession, so we must use willies to get it. Our wiles. What the hell's wiles?
0: Wiles means like they're, in, uh, they're smarts.
1: Wiles? Yes. I've never heard this word. Well, it's used. from
0: the late 20s.
1: Why are you being like, oh, obviously it's wiles, duh? When have you ever heard Because I've
0: got much more wiles than you. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's good. <sighs> oh. Okay, so they use their wiles, and this was pretty good. I mean, they go to all this effort to forge yeah. the French king's signature, and they write this letter, which, honestly, turn, let's cut to that. turns out to be an absolute joke of a letter. Yeah. But, yeah, they write this letter, and they sign it, and they forge this signature, like, oh, I hope it's okay. They give it to her. She bug eyes at it, and then it says, I can't read. <laughs> it was like, that's the point where the men should all be laughing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But it's like, even if they... Would she know the king's signature... To perfection? How many king signatures has she seen in her life?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I, but, but we don't know, like, she's obviously passionate and she's a general. I don't know. Does she have a rank or is she like Braveheart?
0: I think it's more Braveheart. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. But maybe the king has been in correspondence with her, if she is so successful. How does a 19-year-old female in 14-something get to be so high up?
0: I think we need a history lesson. Mm.
1: Maybe we should go watch Bill and Ted. Did you like the uh, the cross-reflection we see? See through the window here? No, that was okay. That was a sign from God. See,
0: things like that. That's good. Let's get a little bit of uh, theming, symbolism, all that stuff. What? Well, we've pretty... We've ragged on this film a little bit. I must say, like... Here we go. Defended Hendo. For the late 20s? It looks good.
1: For the late 20s. Yeah. I mean, come on.
0: Lighting, cinematography, it's fine. Like, you look at some of those other films from the, like, the 20s and that, they look pretty bad.
1: I haven't seen many films from the 20s and that.
0: Oh, well, good luck with your top five films in the 1920s.
1: Yeah, that'll be interesting.
0: So this person that tries to steal her ring from her, is this another priest or is this like a guard?
1: I think this is a, a privet. A privet. A <laughs> I think this is not a priest. Maybe it's another prisoner. Nah, it's probably a guard.
0: It's not a prisoner. They're just hanging around. I mean, what else are prisoners going to do? I don't think you're going to have three male prisoners in with the female Joan of Arc.
1: You think it goes against the Women's Rights Act of uh, 1440 in in England? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so, Andy. (laughs) I
0: I think think they would
1: have thrown her to the dogs. I think this is a guard.
0: Okay. Because then you get a nice priest comes in and tries to stop it. But is this guy like... Faking it? Because he brings her the letter saying, read this and sign it. Like, this is good. He, he pretends to be nice maybe to her. Maybe it's
1: all a setup. Could be. Like They're maybe. using their wiles. Yeah, I mean, maybe we've uncovered something here. Maybe these guards were put up to taking the ring off so that she would form a trust with the guy who gets a ring back doesn't work, though. She doesn't sign it. But even here, like the, the guy's just like, he has so much compassion for her. Honestly, I have no idea what she's done. This isn't, this is, in all seriousness, this is a massive issue for this film. They should they have, have had the not- scrolling
0: text to explain why she was captured, what she did wrong. I mean, yeah. yeah. If,
1: like, they have the text intro anyway, give us some backstory here. They don't set her up at all. I don't know who she is. And they're just like, oh, I have so much compassion for her. Why? What the fuck has she done? I have no idea. I had to look it up. Up, and I shouldn't have to.
0: Maybe because if you're going to see a movie called The Passion of Joan of Arc, you would have some idea of who Joan of Arc was. This movie was made in the late 20s where there isn't IMDb or... Yeah,
1: exactly. So it would have been so much harder back then to actually look up who this woman was. Maybe- what, you think the libraries were just inundated at that year with you know Joan of Arc releases being rented out?
0: Maybe they just assume anyone who's going to go see this film is either going to have a good idea about Joan of Arc or they're not going to see it because they don't care about Joan of Arc. Or maybe they have a podcast to record and they don't have a choice, Hendo. Maybe they was wasn't any radio back then i think we've established there was well looking at when the first radio was invented we're looking at the 1890s <laughs> So, you've been go. around for about 30 years 40
1: years now. Really. there you go but anyway this stupid letter it just says hey basically hey i'm real busy here marching with this army just trust this guy for me yeah pretty much that's all it is yeah i mean i guess and in fairness i guess scams weren't a thing back then like now, God, the amount of verification I'd need for any sort of letter, email, or phone call would be ridiculous. But back then it was like, well, it's it's in writing. It must be true.
0: You don't have to find out if you're a robot back in the 20s. I don't
1: think there were many robots back then.
0: There's not many robots now.
1: Metropolis was
0: a robot, wasn't it? You haven't seen Metropolis? No, I have you not. You have no idea. It looks robotic. I mean, if you couldn't pick up what The Passion of Joan of Arc was about, how the hell are you going to know what Metropolis is about? Isn't might, that like a yeah, Superman? Yeah, I was going to say, it's a Superman <laughs> movie from the, from the buddy's 20s. <laughs> So she finally recites the Lord's Prayer.
1: Uh, apparently. Yeah. You mean her mouth moves? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I guess it's the Lord's Prayer.
0: <laughs> they ask her if she's full of grace, and I swear she stares for at least a minute and a half, going back and forth to these people's reactions, and then she finally goes something like, if I am, I hope I stay there, and if I'm not, I hope God puts me there. And everyone just loses their minds. Like, oh, oh how dare she say that? Like, what was she going to say? Yeah. No. Yeah, It's like it's a buddy mic drop. Mm -hmm.
1: I love at this point where the priests are all asking her questions and each question she looks over to the supposed good priest for permission to answer. And every time it looks like he's considering like, "Mm," and then slowly nods. All right, this this one you may answer. And he does that every time. Every single question. (laughs) It's like, yes, I will go with my Englishman and yes, you will answer this question. (gasps) Shocking. She wants to hear mass. But they request that she changes her clothes to women's. What is Mass,
0: Hendo? I mean, you're the, from the, the conversation you've had today, you're clearly the Bible man.
1: <laughs> yeah, clearly, clearly Bible man. Uh, yeah, what is Mass? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've definitely been to Mass. I don't know what it is. You can't
0: tell me what it is. I All mean, right. Is it the thing with like the biscuit and the wine? That's communion.
1: Okay. And it's not biscuit, it's the body of Christ. Looks like a biscuit. And the blood of Christ. Tastes like wine. But yeah, they still want her to take off her men's clothes. I've got to ask, do they have women's clothing as a backup here? Like, does she have a privacy screen here or are they just going to be like, all right, listen, put these women's clothes on. Psych, we don't have any.
0: I think it's more just a question like, would you take the men's clothes off and put the women's clothing on if you were to hear mass?
1: Mm. But now we get to torture, 1920s style. Yeah, what's the torture? Uh... I mean, in my notes, I've written, clearly the filmmaker has already done that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make you watch
1: Patrick Joan of Arc. Uh, I mean, some guy starts poking her with a stick. That, that's not great. Uh, is it a hot stick? They play with the, this little crown thing. They it's make, not even a
0: crown of thorns. It's like make, her crown.
1: I know. They make faces at her.
0: Well, they had a lot to go.
1: Oh, they give, oh, actually, no, sorry. I've, this is a big torture thing. They give her an arrow to hold. It must be really heavy. Sharp. Mm. Yeah. They had, a,
0: they had a long way to go. Uh, to when we get to other things I've seen where they basically drop people in boiling hot water and, you know, put the rats on their stomachs and shit.
1: Yes. But now they say prepare the torture chamber. Yep. Don't know what that is, but it's prepared. And they're trying to convince her that she did not in fact see St. Michael. She saw Satan himself. Yes. The devil is making her
0: do this. Yes. And they're really forcing her to sign this letter. They really want her to sign it.
1: Yeah. Even um, if
0: even if it's false, just sign this. Yeah. Really trying to convince her to do it, saying, you know... Uh, if she doesn't sign this, the church will abandon her. she will be left alone. And she comes back with another burn. She's like, "Yes, alone with God." So I mean, like, she's,
1: she's alone now. These people are not. The church isn't her. helping her. No. The church
0: is against her.
1: Yes, uh, but no, they do actually show her the actual torture chamber with the spikes and stuff, and her eyes do get even larger. The the torture chamber scene here is my
2: excellent.
1: Okay. Do you have an excellent? Nah. Well, put it in here then. Nah. I'll go with her when she burns alive, because at least I knew it was. Wow. At least I knew it was. The end was nigh. I think this is okay in terms of how.
0: Well, they just show spikes and she faints. The music build up in this. The frantic nature of the it whole thing. It was meant to be silent. <laughs> But I'm watching it with this with this score, which I might. If I was to put an excellent, I
1: would say the score. The
0: score sucks. No, this I, the score really helps the intensity of this film. I, re- I mean,
1: anything would help from silence. I did not like this. Nah,
0: score. I thought the the score, the opera, whatever it is, the voices of light, I thought it was good.
1: If you like this music, you need to spend more time in church.
0: This this score easily bumped this up a half star for me.
1: So it gets at least half a star. It nice. gets at least half a star. Swear to God, if you overrate this. <laughs>
0: Listen uh, to our discussion. Do you think I'm going to overrate this?
1: I mean, history would tell me. Yes. Yes, I do all think All these you bad will overrate. things. But
0: it's in the top 250
1: for a reason, four stars. But, you know, it was made in the 20s. Four and a half gotta stars. Got to give it a pass. Right? I couldn't have done this in the 20s. <laughs> you couldn't have done this in the 20s. Sorry, yeah. I, I interrupted your excellent. Please go on. I mean, it's it's hardly that an was ed- it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's, there's music I like. <laughs> okay, cool. She passes out. From all the
0: uh music and the spinning around, they tell her, they tell each other that you know she she can't die a natural death.
1: Mm. They say she's feverish and she must be bled. And honestly, and this isn't a joke. I thought this was like a menstruation thing. Maybe they're like, oh, like these are men. Maybe they don't fully understand in the twenties, and they're like, oh, well, actually, in the fourteen hundreds, I guess. Yeah. They're like, oh, she's sick. She must be bled. Like she must have her period. That's what I thought it was referencing.
0: All right, fair enough. But then they pierce her arm and all the blood pours out.
1: Then they bleed her. It's like, and oh, I was like shit. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Can I just say as well My eight year old son Sat through this entire film And watched it with me Wow Yeah And when this bleeding started, I was just like, "Mm, is is this too graphic for him? He looked over at me like, am I okay to watch this? I was like, yeah, it's 28. How bad can it be? Yeah, yeah. At the end of it, he said it was the worst film he's ever seen. Nice. (laughs) I can't (laughs) believe it. He sat there and watched the whole thing with me. Like, read all the subtitles, everything. Clearly,
0: he didn't watch Battlefield Earth with you.
1: I was like, damn.
0: (laughs) So, now she wakes up and says that she wants to be buried in the holy ground. Like, are these she's really up to... Quest to these people what she wants to do? Are they really going to honour that?
1: Uh, I don't know. The Maybe. way they've treated her so far? I mean, what have they done to her? Threatened her with a torture chamber, for starters. No, bled mess. her. I mean, she doesn't know that. She was unconscious. She probably doesn't even remember the torture chamber. She probably chamber. wakes up
0: and goes, why is there a massive cut in my arm?
1: For starters. Did it bother you how much blood didn't go in the pan? And hold on. Why are we just going past this? What are they doing with this blood? Selling it. Is this like a, she's sick, let's get the sick blood out of her, and they take some blood out?
0: Maybe. Take it to the doctors to for research.
1: I mean, is this like a 1400s thing or like a 1920s thing? It'd be a 40s thing. 1940s? No, the 1400s. 14. Why did you say 40s? Did you say 40s? I said 1400s or 1920s and you go, well, it's clearly it's the, the 40s. 40s. <laughs> They're ahead of their time. What? <laughs> no, the 1400s for sure. But no, they send for the Holy Sacrament. Uh, Joan's really excited at this point. Yeah, she wants a bickey. This is like peak Joan. Peak passion. Did you say she wants a bicky? <laughs> yeah. She wants a cross bickey. Oh, sorry, I thought we were talking about different (laughs) bickies. I mean she wouldn't she probably wouldn't mind a bickey at this point. I mean, judging by her eyes, she's probably already had a couple, you know. But then she refuses the body of Christ.
0: But they they tell her, if you sign this letter, you will have the, you can have the body of Christ. They're trying to trick her. They wanted to sign this letter and they're doing it by any means necessary. Do you
1: think there's a chance that maybe it was the devil she saw? No. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, let's get into this because this is a true story. She says she was, you know, seen by St. Michael. She's later in life deemed a saint. Do you believe she saw St. Michael? I don't even know who St. Michael is. Do you believe that she saw a saint What does a saint look like? I mean, he's got long hair and he's clothed. I mean, that could be anyone. Yeah, it could
0: be anyone. So you
1: don't think it was Michael?
0: I think she believes that she saw a saint, and that's all that she needs. It's about belief. about faith. That's right.
1: Because there can't be any doubt.
0: And these people who assume it has to be the devil are just jealous because they didn't get to see that. They're zealots. Sure. But no, she fights back, tells them that they were all sent by the devil. You, and you, and you, and you were there, and you were there. (laughs) I
1: thought the same thing. And you were there, and you were there. No, she's a... but the men, they don't like that, and no. they start yelling. And i got to say, something about seeing yelling on film, it really does take away the effect when it's silent. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yep. But they've had enough of this ship. They're going to summon the executioner. Let's yeah. let's just move on with this, shall we? I wonder when the occupation of ecu- executioner like ceased being a thing. I mean, isn't there still executions out there? They're not called executioners. They're probably called doctors.
0: No, I think in some states out there, they'd be called executioners still. Really? I reckon there would be. When you say
1: states, you mean US states, I assume. I assume that's what I mean. <laughs> You think there would be people out there? Occupation executioner.
0: Yeah, there'd be like a prison guard executioner person. I'm pretty
1: sure that would either be a doctor, most likely, or
0: it'd be hard to get another job after that. Look at look at this. Yeah, I want to go work at the local uh, supermarket. Uh, Past uh, past jobs, executioner.
1: I don't think you go from executioner to supermarket. You'd be good in our um, sugar aisle. (laughs) Sugar aisle. That kills people, Dean. Oh, wow. I didn't get that. Nice. Look at you with the thinking men's joke or woman's joke. Look at you with the jokes. For a change. <sighs> All right. Uh, the French say never, sorry. The British say never has France seen such a monster. And I've written, what did she do? Because I still don't know. I thought it might have- She speaks for the devil. I thought it might have been some big twist ending. That she was actually the devil. Like, this is what she did. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, they burn her, and then she
0: comes back and, like, kills everyone. Oh, sick. That's uh, Joan of Arc 2, The Revenge. (laughs) No, she still won't back down in her beliefs
1: Oh, can I just say I mentioned Braveheart before This is, like, just Unironically I got a lot of Braveheart here Where she's been told If you do this It will all be over It'll Mm -hmm. all end Just, Just do this and she's refusing. But then she does sign. And I was like, ah. No, they, Mal, ma- Mal they Gibson are holding her signed.
0: hand. They are holding her hand and they basically sign
1: it for her. William Wallace wouldn't have let them do that. There's no way that she signed that. You can't say that she did that. I mean, all I'm saying is not as inspirational when she signs. I must say,
0: there was a good shot here of the dirt when they're, they're digging the hole, and then you have the dirt with the skull on top of the dirt, and then in the background, way in the background, there's a cross, and it looks like it's also sitting on the dirt right next to the skull. Mm. It's good. Should have made it. You're excellent. I mean, it's a it's a shot. It's a one single image. Can't be an excellent scene, mm. unlike yours of the image of burning Joan of
1: Arc. I mean, it's action. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, what do we got? Nah, they don't make her because she goes out of her way to draw a cross next to her name.
0: You go watch that again, which you won't. They are literally holding her hand and signing it for her.
1: She doesn't know how to read
0: or write. Nah, I don't. I think. Well, why? What does it matter then? They could just write a scribble. She'd have
1: no idea. What's her signature? They should have just put like a splash of her blood. They got. If she can't read or write, what is her signature? I mean, can people who can't read or write sign? I think they can. Has she signed many
0: things before? How would they know that this is the Joan of Arc signature?
1: That's a better point. What is she signing? It's not like she's going to Centrelink like, hey, (laughs) Centrelink. I need some funds for. Way to make this really Australian. I mean, what what do the Americans call it? Do they even have a
0: Centrelink? It'd just be like unemployment, unemployment, unemployment money for being unemployed.
1: Surely it's called something. They must have something where government payout is a is a, a business or an industry that has a name.
0: Americans, what do you call unemployed people who get paid from the government? Who don't have jobs.
1: Yeah. And some of them, you know, they might work for the doll. I think a doll is Australian as well.
0: Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. The doll is the money that they get.
1: (laughs) It actually does sound Australian. (laughs) The doll. Yeah, I'm on the doll. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, they're not very nice to her here. So she signs and then they're like, all right. As a reward, we won't excommunicate you. You'll but, go. You'll go to prison, but you'll go to prison forever. Yeah, you've done well. You you'll live off bread life. and water. Then they cut her hair off, and my God, you must have thought the same thing. Full Metal Jacket, V for Vendetta. Nah, you I didn't, didn't think V for Vendetta. No, I think when, of, when see... I
0: when I see people getting their head shaved or cut very short, it's that very first scene of Full Metal Jacket, where it's just the constant nah, people nah, getting their head
1: shaved. Nah, nah, this is V for Vendetta. It's not. I mean, it is. I mean, it's not. It's Johnny you know, Depp. She cries more. Uh, oh, then we get some excitement. We get. Con- Contortionist, a sword swallower. Are they here for the? You know, this is an event. This is like a festival. Are they here for the
0: burning of Joan of Arc? Yeah, but she's signed her thing. She's going to prison. Why are they still doing this? Is this like a
1: party that she did that? Maybe it is. But these these people are
0: pro Joan of Arc.
1: I don't think they are at first. I think they become pro when they no. see her burning. No,
0: they are already- Because these are English people. No, in my notes here, before she gets her haircut, they are already pro Joan, and they're making the priests look like fools.
1: The villagers? Yes. Okay. Okay. If you say so. I did say so. I must have missed that bit in my 14 pages of notes. Yeah, you mustn't have heard that. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no, she uh, she says call the judges. I repent. I lied.
0: No, she sees her hair and crown being swept away. Yeah,
1: surely the judge, the the guards would be like, no, this is not- your cell.
0: No, she's calling for the priest. This is a holy place. She's a she is a a religious person. So? It's not up to the guard to decide if she stays there. It's up to the priest. He's the boss.
1: I mean, surely he would be like, ah, bad luck. No. He's
0: going to respect her wishes, even though he basically forced her to sign this thing.
1: All right. Well, she says, I betrayed God to save my life. I believe I'm the I'm God's chosen one, and that's her death. She's sentence. certainly
0: not God's chosen one if she betrayed God.
1: I mean, she says here, I only confess out of fear of the flame. So it's not like they forced her hand. She only confessed because she was afraid. Know, she seems William pretty Wallace? out of it. She's... William Wallace would not have confessed, no matter how scared he was.
0: Why do you have to compare it to William Wallace? Because it's so
1: similar. This ending is just like, you can just see Mel Gibson watching (laughs) Passion of the the Christ. Oh, sorry. I mean, Passion of Joan of Arc.
0: You can just see Mel Gibson (laughs) a close up on his face, just
1: bug-eyed, like staring at nothing. (laughs) Uh, But no, when they said she'll die at the stake, you know what I thought?
0: Crucifixion. I was going to make a meat reference, but uh, nah, that's probably what you would think.
1: Die at the stake. It would be a stabbing of a piece of wood. I mean, I I just went straight to like Life of Brian. Like, I know it's obviously religious. Maybe they crucify people. I don't know. No,
0: burnt at the stake. Hang them up like like they used to do in the old days, (laughs) which is where this movie set. What, pre 1400s I think they used to burn people at the stake. When when did they burn witches? Was that pre-1400? Before witches became extinct.
1: Nice. Uh, get the Viaticum. I don't know what that is. I didn't even write that down. Okay. Why didn't you Google it? Find out what it was. No. Oh, oh. this was good though. How can you still believe you are sent from God? He works in mysterious ways. I mean- Be vaguer. Is that not just the explain religion, please? Ah, it's mysterious. Yeah. It's like magic. It's like, yeah, I, I, I get it's mysterious, but in Latin yeah. Why are you so committed to this?
0: No, but she does eat the body of Christ, and she seems at peace here. She, you know, she prays. She knows what's coming now.
1: Then she gets burned, and this is my
2: excellent. Yeah.
0: Was she screaming? I couldn't hear it. Surely you'd be screaming.
1: You know, it's funny because I, I was about to say yes, she was screaming. Of course, I don't you think she it. is. I mean, she was in a lot of pain.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you'd scream. Or
1: let out I some. I think she was screaming, at least through her eyes. She was doing that the whole movie. I know. She sees the birds flying though. That was nice. Good touch. Everyone's on her side though now. Yeah. You have burnt a saint.
0: And then we get like five minutes of a, a lynch mob. Riots. Everyone yeah. attacking each other.
1: Yeah. Should have made this a film. Should have been like opening scroll scroll is just like Joan of Arc has just been burnt at the stake. Now an epic 80-minute war has begun. Now start. <laughs>
0: But no, the protective flames are around her. They've sent her soul to heaven.
1: Yeah, they say they've they yell out that they've burnt a saint, um, and she was made a saint later on. There you go. And they end with what'd Finn. You, hold on. What'd you make of the before we get to Finn? What'd you make of the uh the priest side guards' weapons of choice? Isn't that the the, the spinny balls with the spikes on it? <laughs> I was like, uh, what? When were these ever the go to in supply weapon? <laughs> Like you got to go swords, don't you? Like
0: where are the swords? Yeah, the arrows? Oh, there was arrow arrows going off, weren't there? From the t-
1: from the towers? The, uh, I mean, I remember seeing A tower. I'm not. It's sure a mace, it. isn't it called a mace? Uh, I think I think so. I didn't want to say it because I feel like it's wrong, but yeah, I don't think a mace is on a chain. I think a mace is a stick with a ball spike at the end. To be honest, I could be. So wrong. is
0: this called a ball and chain? Spiky ball and chain? Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure. There's a technical term for it, mm. but no finn. I, I had to laugh at Finn. Why, Finn? I just associate with Simpsons. Not even, not even that. Just highbrow movies that really? take themselves too seriously, and it, and it ends with
1: Finn. I think it's just the French word for yeah, end, isn't it? I think it is, but I've just always equated it to that. I mean, how many films have you seen that end with Finn?
0: None. That's why it's so funny that they came up here. Oh, okay, <laughs> and that's it for the Passion of Joan of
1: Arc. Any last words, Dean? Final thoughts. This sucked. My god. This yeah. Was... Where, what point did you send me the message saying this is shit? I think it, I mean, five minutes in, like I'd given up so early on this film when I realised that it was gonna be this trial. Nothing was gonna change. Every shot is super close-ups. I get it. She's a good actress. That's fine. That's why she never did another film. But I just, it's, it boggles the mind that someone can watch this and enjoy it now. Okay? I'm sure in 1928, this was a cinematic masterpiece of the like that no one had seen before okay that's fine i'm sorry i'm watching no i'm not sorry i'm watching it through 2021 eyes and this was tough to get through tough for all the reasons i said throughout the podcast i give it half a star holy shit (laughs) wow that is scathing and rightfully so hendo do you think
0: people enjoy watching this movie now to appreciate where cinema has come from like, to see
1: what the technical- Like, to see how bad it was. No. To see how good it is now. To see yeah, the technical I mean, sure.
0: achievements that were accomplished in the, early, like the, like the late 20s.
1: No. No? I mean, maybe, but it's not me. Certainly not you. I mean, to a degree, me. And it begins.
0: Maria Falconetti is good in this. Does some good acting. Good crying. Good eye bulging. It's good. Go on. I mean, I just said it. For a film from the late 20s, it looks good. It looks technical. I'm just trying to get out my positives here, Dean. I've got a like, I don't have a lot of positives to say. I'm not recommending this, so don't go in there saying, ooh, here comes Hendo with his, you know, overrating of certain films. No, this film, even for 80 minutes, is a bloody slog to get through. Doesn't feel like 80 minutes, because the majority of the time, it's just staring back and forth. We, you know, a quip after here and a quip after there. The subject matter doesn't really interest me. I I don't think you mentioned it the final thoughts, so we did discuss it throughout the breakdown. I have no idea who Joan of Arc is and what she did prior to this that's an issue yeah exactly
1: you can't make a true story and not tell the audience who your protagonist is yep we don't care okay give us some story of why this person matters there's no care from me because they haven't given me anything to care about I
0: agree there are some good things here I don't think you said anything good about this film there are a couple of good things about this film but nowhere near enough to warrant even close to a recommend it's one and a half stars for me
1: okay that's acceptable Hendo
0: I'm glad I have your approval, Mr. Half Star Arsehole over there.
1: Can we jump to rankings? Because I actually know immediately where this one's going. <laughs> I was the best because the crowd loved me. Oh, it's last. Oh, oh for sure. This makes the seventh seal look like Ben-Hur. <laughs> 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 uh, so this is my new number 83.
0: Yep, I'm the same. It's my new lowest film. Wow. Number awesome. 83 as well. Good for us. Thanks, random number generator. (laughs) All right, mate, it's time for... We may still have mail. Mail, mail, mail. Here it is. And this could be it. Oh! We ask our awesome patrons to send us reviews for the films that we break down. First one here from David Powell. It looks amazing still, and the acting is very real for a silent film. Especially the central performance. None of that campy Rudolph Valentino acting here. This is all very naturalistic. Big Rudolph Valentino fan, Dean?
1: I mean, I wasn't as big a fan of his earlier work. But yeah, there's some good stuff out there. Right. Ben from Film Busters says, Look, it's my fault for watching this on a Saturday morning. It's horrendously brutal what happened to her. But the transcripts would more than have sufficed in place of this dreary, repetitive talking heads attempt at recreating her trial. Four out of ten. Come on, Ben. That's way too high.
0: Would this have Would this movie have been a lot better for you going into it if it was called The Trial of Joan of Arc? No, but you would have had an no idea of what it was then. You wouldn't be expecting a massive war.
1: Maybe it would have gone to like one star. I wasn't expecting a massive war. It sounded like you were. Yeah, I kind of was. Yeah. To be honest, I was expecting battles. I probably was just expecting Braveheart. It's like, goodness. yeah, well,
0: oh, okay, we're doing the Passion Joan of Arc. We're doing Braveheart. <laughs> hey, freedom! <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one here from Nerd Revert. Is it great? No. Is it awful? Not necessarily is it a top 250 movie nope should there be an award for different variations of surprise face absolutely <laughs> two stars for nerd revert all right thank you very much everyone for putting in a response but of course we've got
2: Yay! Yay! the passion of joan of arc or the passion of christ part zero the girl version no i should be uh, I should be serious for this one um you know i think joan of arcs deserved it deserved a little bit of respect So, I'm watching Joan of Arc 1928 today, and basically, silent films shouldn't even be compared to regular films. Joan of Arc shouldn't qualify for the IMDb Top 250 list, just like short films don't qualify, or TV shows. Silent films are in an entirely different category, and not by choice. This is basically the prehistoric age of filmmaking, when they hadn't even come up with sound yet. To counterbalance that for modern audiences, we have some pretty extraordinary opera symphony to accompany Joan of Arc for the duration of the feature. And can I just say that the music in the background is my actually my favourite part of the movie, which in a way doesn't seem fair. But then how is any review of this film after 1929 going to be fair? All right, let's kill the suspense. I didn't hate the movie. It gives it gives so little to work with in terms of plot and well dialogue, but they make it work. You can actually feel something for Joan. You can observe how the prehistoric humans are behaving and compare that behaviour with their current day counterparts. The authorities, the judges, the government, whoever, they basically think they have the right to kill anyone who goes against them. Now, we don't have the death penalty in Australia, but it is concerning to see it happening, still happening overseas in parts of the West, so such as USA. Killing people, no matter how notorious, brings the justice system down to their level. And in many cases, it's just morally wrong, such as in The Passion of Joan of Arc. So I guess after watching this film, I have learned a bit about French history, culture and humanity. And I was able to intellectually sympathize with the heroine. So, you know, not a bad day out. Or should I say a bad day in? And despite very little happening, this was, you know, obviously way less boring than Dr. Strangelove. Overall, it's obsolete. Like, you know, Atari's obsolete. But Mrs. Pac-Man can still be fun if you want to dig it out of the old closet. And I guess Joan of Arc is a little bit of fun too. Two and a half stars. A bit of
1: fun? (laughs) What? Wow. Pretty sure it's Mrs. Pac-Man as well. Is it? Yeah. Is it not married? Is it not married? (laughs) So is she not married? No, it's Miss Pac-Man. So she's a single Pac lady. Yes. Why is it Pac Man then? Yeah, shouldn't it be Pac Woman? Yeah. Or is it like Pac-Man? I mean it's, it's Pac-Man. It's Mr. Pac-Man to you. It's so Mrs. Pac-Man. I mean, how much was that made by a man? <laughs> yes. Mrs. Pac Man. Anyway, shame. Interesting thoughts, theories? Yeah, tell us more about the justice system in the West, please. <laughs> 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 no, I, I honestly, Shane, I can't believe you didn't hate this, but I guess kudos for you for being cultured. Ah,
0: very good, Shane. Always, every review is always a delight. All right, mate, it's time for...
2: Answer my question!
0: The question, jerk! Where we asked our Facebook listener discussion group and our patrons what their favourite film from the 1920s was. We also asked them what their worst film from the 1920s was. Let's take a look here. David Powell says, my head says Battleship Potemkin, my heart says Sunrise, but I'm going with Metropolis. That's a good pick. As for worst, I've only gone out of my way to see films from those early days that were regarded as classics, but I did see a few Hitchcock pre-US films out of interest, and some of those were pretty ropey. wasn't rope, was it? Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all night. Easy Virtue stands out in my memory as pretty badly overacted, and because I was familiar with the Noel Coward play, noticeably bad.
1: Michael O'Neill says, My favourite movie of the 1920s is Cecil B. DeMille's King of Kings. Will King of Kings be
0: making all this, Dean?
1: Is that like a prequel to King of Kong?
0: No, I think it's a prequel to King of Comedy.
1: And finally, because there's (laughs) not many
0: responses for the old 1920s films here, No revert. Says, Best is easily Metropolis. Of the very few movies of the 20s I've seen, I'd have to say Easy Easy Virtue is the worst. Now two Easy Virtue slams out of three. That's bad. Alright, thank you very much guys for putting in a response but while Dean tries to find out if you've seen five films from the 20s let's get to our top five films of the 1920s and maybe not as usual Dean, do you have five films here?
1: No, I do not, Hendo Wow, you're terrible I do not have five films How many have you got?
0: I have four Okay, well why don't I start off with my number five which is Charlie Chaplin's The Gold Rush
1: Okay My number four is The Passion of Joan of Arc
0: Passion of Joan of Arc made your top five films (laughs) of the 1920s That's disgusting Top four I'm a
1: man of culture, Hendo What can I say? (laughs)
0: All right, my number four is Charlie Chaplin's The Kid. All right,
1: my number three is The Gold Rush.
0: All right, then. My number three is Buster Keaton's Steamboat Bill Jr.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, let's stay in the same vein of Jr. Uh, my number two is Sherlock Jr. Also Buster Keaton. Bill a lot of Jr. films. Yeah.
0: All right, let's stick on the Buster Keaton train here.
1: Get it? Yeah.
0: Number two for me, The General. Nice. That is my number one. All right. And my number one is pretty much everyone's number one that has seen this film. It is Metropolis.
1: Is it in the 250? It is in the
0: 250. It is a foreign silent film that goes for over two hours. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) But well worth it.
1: Hmm. Is it? I'd rather watch Nosferatu.
0: That's not in the top 250.
1: Hmm. So you can go watch that if you want. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Okay, fine. Why'd you bring it up then? Good segue into our next segment, Hendo. Ah, the old DVD challenge. Let the games begin. Challenge accepted.
0: Where we did a mini movie draft on 1920s films
1: and you went first i did and after much deliberation uh i wasn't sure if i should pick nosferatu or not it was either nosferatu or uh what did i go what's it called metropolis metropolis i God. picked metropolis as the number one the pick. clear number one pick
0: uh so yeah i had two after this Uh I I, I I of course went the general number two and i really tossed and turned as to which charlie chaplin film i wanted to pick i did did end up going the gold rush uh, which didn't work in my favour.
1: No, I did not, and I ended up taking Nosferatu. Yeah,
0: fair enough. So in the end, I did. Ha- I did take the lead for maybe a couple of hours there, but I did drop in the end. I ended up. Well, Metropolis was the winner here with thirty five percent. General took second with twenty nine, and then it was Nosferatu with twenty three, and the Gold Rush with thirteen. So in the end, you did win fifty five percent. Good. So well done. That is one to you, two to me. You yep. You uh, haven't lost yet. No. No. Well, we'll see what happens next week. Let's. So. <laughs> What's next? All right, Dean, we're getting to that time of the year where we need to talk about some uh, 2020 films, in particular our top 10 films of 2020. But we want to spend a little bit more time gathering up movies to watch because we're a bit behind, especially you. <laughs> uh,
1: have you ever seen 10 yet? I mean, I'm sure I've seen Hamilton 10 times. <laughs> Mine have a <it>, 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we were going to
0: do top 10 films of 2020 next week, but we're going to push that back another week so we can get some more movies in.
1: Ooh, does this mean one of us gets a pick?
0: No, it is a patron-requested review. Ooh. Yeah, and it comes to us from Brother Shane.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, and he has gone with... The 20s silent
0: film. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going with... Michael Mann's Heat
1: oh awesome yeah. I've been close to picking Heat Well, there you go so that's good Heat is a great pick
0: so next week will be our breakdown of Heat and then the week after we are going to be doing our top 10 films of 2020 so thank you very much everyone for checking this episode out and we'll see you next week for
1: Heat bye bye